Welcome to the LifePurpose.com podcast. The number one podcast in the entire cosmos for empowering and inspiring you to live your life's purpose. My name is Hema Alman. And I'm Gabriel Serra. And today's episode is about how to make your life purpose flow with effortless simplicity. Raising our vibration to fulfill our purpose with effortless simplicity. And then everything goes faster and more effective and more efficient. That's why everything is changing now with lifepurpose.com. Because we are in a new line of time. We are in a new vibrational timeline than when, where we were just a few months ago, just a few years ago. That's why everything that you presented today, it, it just makes perfect sense. We are... It's just a confirmation that we are in a higher dimension now, that we are vibrating at a different octave, where everything is faster, more accessible. So it just makes sense. The rebuild of the site. Share more on how people can raise their vibration so that they can align with their divine purpose, so that they can live their purpose with more simplicity and with more grace and ease, so that they come to remember that it's not hard it's not difficult it's actually what the soul came here to do it's what we're meant to do it's a given it's very naturally once you are at a specific vibrational signature hey by the way i know you're listening to this podcast because you know you have a big purpose but you may need support fulfilling what you came here to do that's why we invite you to join the lifepurpose.com support community. Just click on the link in the description or go to lifepurpose.com to check it out. And now back to the episode. We invite you to share more on that with your audience and to remind them. Perfect example, my mom, the last months, she was in a vibrational energy of love. She said that she's so in love whether the story is true or not, whether the guy actually existed or not, doesn't matter. But she was in a world of her own where there was just love. And she felt her best every single day for the last months. Manifested so obviously in her business as an energetic healer and kinesiologist and massage therapist. She got so many new clients that she probably has not had for years and where years before and months before she would have maybe one or two clients that come to her a month and then all of a sudden she had two or three clients a week coming for a full massage session and not just that she had a glow around her and a radiance and everything just seemed to flow in her life and that also resulted in her business in her purpose to thrive. What can we do? What can we be? What can we, how can we nourish and take care of our vibration of our energy signature every single day as a routine, as a ritual that keeps us at a solid anchored in vibration that allows our purpose to thrive, that allows us to thrive so effortlessly and simple with our purpose and with what we came here to do free of any frictions the divine flow of your purpose 
now at this stage, I would say the first step to living and aligning to your true life's purpose is to raise your vibration and to focus solely on that. And from there, everything will manifest naturally. Would you believe me? I believe it because I have experienced it myself. When I take care of my vibration first and I make sure that I am in a harmonious state of being and living and I'm at peace with myself and the world and with those around me, everything unfolds from there. The plan, the strategies, the ideas, the visions, the resources, the people, the environments. That has been my experience. It wasn't the opposite. It was not the opposite. Where I first had the plan, where I first had the idea, the resources, the people, the environments, the tools. No. First, it was me being at a high state of energy where I just feel good and I'm at peace with myself and the world. And once I maintain that level of energy for a sustainable period of time, everything else that I needed in my life and for my, for my purpose naturally came as a result of my vibrational resonance, came as a result of the energy that I was vibrating on. Before I do anything, I attend to my vibration first. Vibrational hygiene, first priority on the day. Everything comes after that. That's what it means to get into state. So you were mentioning just now about vibration and this concept of vibration hygiene. What exactly do you mean by keeping your vibration high? To feel as good as possible, to be at peace, to feel happy, to feel centered. But to put it very simple, to feel as good as possible. So you're saying that vibration is like your en your energy, your mood, your attitude, your the way you feel? All of it. All of it combined. And what exactly are you doing when you talk about vibrational hygiene? What is that? What exactly are your habits or routines with this? So just like you brush your teeth every day or you take a shower every day or every two days, it is a natural thing for many people to take care of their physical hygiene, to make sure they smell good and they have clean teeth and a clean nose and washed hair. And the same applies for our emotional hygiene, our spiritual hygiene, and what I call our vibrational hygiene. And the vibrational hygiene of a human is the hygiene of the physical body, the mental body, the emotional body, and the spiritual body, all of it combined. Your question was, what are my routines? What are my habits yeah. for my vibrational hygiene? Yeah, like what are you doing to keep yourself yeah. in this high vibrational state you speak of? So daily habits are meditation, the time I wake up, the earlier the better, uh, breath work, cold showers, long walks in nature in the forest, walking bare feet, hugging trees, grounding myself, connecting with nature, is a big, uh, connecting with nature is a big one. What does that mean to you to connect with nature? Just putting myself out into natural environments, whether it's the lake or it's the forest, it's the earth, the waterfalls, and I'm just putting my body in natural environments where 
there's a lot of fresh air, fresh soil and silence and where I can just take in the blessings and the healing, naturally high vibrations of nature. Natural environments of earth are always very high vibrational. So when you go to a natural place of earth, whether it's an ocean or a water place, a lake, the forest, just by you being in that natural earth environment, you're immediately raising your own energy. And that also purifies your vibration. It purifies your emotional body, your mental body, your spiritual body, and your physical body. Literally, this is proven by now that when we just put our feet on the soil or we hug a tree, it literally creates endorphins and happiness hormones in our bodies and it cleanses our our aura our energetic field so that's a big one that's the easiest thing anyone can do you know before i met you back in 2018 growing up in new york city there was no earthing or grounding yourself it was very hard to access any type of nature being in new york city the closest thing that I had was Central Park, if I thought, and there was always lots of people around. And when I came over here to Austria for the first time, I was noticing a huge difference in my energy to where when we started to travel again back in 2019 and we went to New York City, I really could notice the difference in the air quality, Me in too. the water. And I saw how it affected you just after a few days. I had to escape to the forest. Yeah, you yeah, you were not doing well at all, psychologically, spiritually, emotionally. I know that you're a sensitive person. I know that you're a, what some people might call a highly sensitive person, so am I. And so I'm just curious as to, like, take us back at times when you were not flowing with your life. And what was that? like what comes to me right away is part of my time when i went to london to the big city and that's when i first really noticed the difference of being unplugged from the natural environment and being placed into an artificial environment which i call a big city uh, artificial buildings yeah that's where i first noticed the difference of how important nature is for not just my well-being but for everyone's well-being and when you disconnect from nature this is for every living being we disconnect from ourselves and we are literally slowly dying why do you say that because it's the truth you can see it wouldn't you agree that you see a difference in people living in a big city like new york New York City or people living uh, closer to the forest or the or the ocean. Well, Wouldn't you agree that you notice a difference in how people look and how friendly they are or how happy they are or how harmonious they may look? Well, I have noticed a difference between living in a city and living more in a countryside. But to say that to live in a city means that you're dying is a very bold statement. I read on all of, and like someone can say that we're old, we're, we are all collectively dying. We're all getting older every second, every minute. So that's like a really bold claim to make. That's not what I'm saying. 
I'm I'm saying that when we stay disconnected, when we stay disconnected from Mother Earth, from nature, we're slowly going to die. And what I mean is that our vibration and how we feel and how healthy we are on all levels, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, it's going to slowly decrease more and more and more. And it may be a very slow process, but eventually you're going to feel it. And that's why the rate of mental disorders and suicidal rates has been shooting up for the last years exponentially. It's because people are slowly dying. That's what I'm saying. They're slowly dying. They may still be alive physically, but internally and emotionally, many people feel lost. They feel disconnected. They feel like, what am I doing here? I don't know where I belong. Many people say, I don't know where I belong. I don't know where home is. What am I doing here on this planet? So this is what I'm saying. People are slowly dying. Okay. Okay. So it's less external, more internal. Yes. But also eventually, physically, they're going to be dead. Well, I mean, we all are to some extent. Yeah. But I'm also, I also believe that those people who are slowly dying, who are disconnected from nature, which also means they're disconnected from their own nature because we are all a part of nature, they may be dying sooner than others. Good point. Good argument there. So I'm asking this question and I'm to follow up with a second question on this and how this connects to the topic of today's episode. Walk us through some of the signs or the symptoms that you were experiencing when you were in London living in this quote-unquote big city and how did that make you feel and how did that affect you physiologically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually? So the signs for me where I noticed that my energy is decreasing, where I would constantly have like a brain fog and not see clearly with my vision, everything would just seem to be very blurry. I would have sleeping difficulties, sleeping through the night. I would wake up and not be able to sleep through the whole night. Mood swings for no rational reason, feeling good at one in one moment and then feeling completely lost and chaotic in the other moment and just a lack of energy and not being able to just not feeling strong in my body just feeling very fatigued and drained you said something very interesting just now you talked about lack of lack of energy or lack of flow walk us through times where you were in the flow with you know your life and and how that created magic in your life mm. like what's like what is the effect of what is the purpose of you keeping your energy and your vibration high and doing all of this vibrational hygiene stuff that you say you do and how has that correlated to living the life that you live now please repeat your question okay so you walked us through how can we tell basically if our vibration is low and our vibration is down and the signs are that we basically feel like we're in a very low mood and we may be experiencing a lot of like psychological uh, discomfort or like chaos of some sort. And I know that you also mentioned before having like physiological issues like brain fogs and difficulty sleeping. Yeah, and also just feeling unexplainable worries and concerns and anxieties and negative thoughts versus being in 
in a high vibrational state, you are you, you just feel a sense of peace and a sense of inner contentment and love. Okay, that's great. Now can you walk us through a time where you have kept your vibration high, you've done all this vibrational hygiene work that you do, and how that has correlated to creating the life that you have today. This might be a good time to mention like vision boards, law of attraction, the secret. Like what was the turning point in your life? That might be a good... I think I want to give like, I, I want to be more open and vulnerable and share some actual life experiences. Yeah, whatever. Whatever works for you. Okay, so a turning point for me was I left London and I left that job as a restaurant hostess. And I mentioned that in a previous podcast, I don't know if we recorded it, but I had a moment in London. I was working as a hostess in a restaurant. I was not feeling good. And I noticed that my energy was getting more and more depleted. And I knew that if I kept going, I would, I would continue to go down a downward spiral. And that would not be good at all. So I needed to get myself out. And the way I got myself out of that downward spiral is I needed to make a drastic change and I needed to cut ties. And for me, that was to leave my job and to leave London and to say, I'm leaving. I'm leaving the job. I'm leaving the city. I need to go back to nature. And from there, I'm going to figure out my life, what I'm going to do next. But the first thing I needed to do, my body told me, it's like, just bring me back to nature, please. So I went back staying in Austria, being surrounded by the trees, being surrounded by the forests and the lakes and just being in that natural environment every single day, I noticed immediately how my energy increased again. I got myself out of that downward spiral. I was able to sleep fine again. Um, my mood swings stopped and the brain fog stopped. I got appetite back and I looked better. I felt better. And all of that um, added up with me getting more and more clarity on my path, my journey, my purpose. It just naturally came to me. And that was the time I started teaching meditation and mindfulness in schools for young children. And doing that with the children gave me a lot of fulfillment. And being able to share the tools of meditation and the benefits of meditation and mindfulness and breath work with the very young ones increased their energy from my observation and it also increased my energy from my observation. So about a year, that's all that I was doing. I was back in Austria, I was spending a lot of my time just being outdoors in nature and teaching and bringing uh, the subject of mindfulness and meditation to a school that never heard of it before. I was doing that for a year. During this period of time, I was not making a lot of money at all, but that wasn't the focus. The vision and the mission of bringing a subject that was foreign to a lot of children and teachers, like meditation back then, and giving it to them and in introducing it to them opened up many, many new doors that I could not physically see back then. But invisibly, energetically, a lot of new doors were opening for me during this time. And so to wrap this up, my point is 
this is an example. I was, I came back from London. I cut the ties. I cut the cords to what was depleting my energy. I left the job. I left the city. And I went back to nature. The first priority was go back to nature and spend a majority of your time in nature. And everything will unfold from there. Because as I was saying, when you connect back to nature and you're just in the natural environment of earth, you're going to get cleared and purified, especially when you set the intention to get cleared and purified so that you can access higher states of consciousness so that you can remember your purpose. There's no magic. Well, there's a lot of magic about it, but there, it's not complicated. It's very, very simple. Nature is simple. And when we connect to nature, we are accessing the simplicity of life and the simplicity of our purpose. And the idea just came to me while I was just spending time in nature. Hey, bring meditation to the children, bring meditation to schools. And I did it. I didn't overthink it. I didn't ask how much money am I going to be making? I just followed that intuitive nudge and that intuition that felt so good in my own body. And for an entire year, as I was saying, I was doing that. And during that year, I could notice that my energy would just increase. I would feel like a constant, I would be in a constant, in a constant state of um, peace and harmony. And I knew that was related to me doing what I do with the meditation in the, in the schools. So let's say for an entire year, I was able to manage my vibrational hygiene very well by being in a high vibrational state of peace, feeling good. And after that year, that's when I met you. And like from there, it just got me or got us to a whole new level. And that's what I was referring to when I said a lot of doors were opening up for me during this time, teaching in schools. And then after a year, when I met you, I knew that it was time for me to let that part go and to walk through the new doors that were opening with you. And all of a sudden, I'm just going to talk honestly about this. Like all of a sudden, by meeting you, there was so much support coming in from all sides. Financial support, resources, tools for me to access the next level of my journey and for me to start the next level of my purpose. And the way I see it, that was my reward because God, the great divine, is always watching, is always observing. Nothing is invisible to the higher realms. And the way I see it is they were like applauding me for having faith and taking step, taking, taking action on the divine calling of introducing children to meditation. For me, that was, that was a God's vision. That was a higher vision that I received. That did not come from Hema the ego. That came definitely from a higher calling. And because I dedicated and committed myself to do that for an entire year, not focusing on the money part, but just focusing on the vision and focusing on the importance of introducing children to it, I felt that after that year, I got rewarded it's like God was saying, yes, you have passed that stage of your purpose journey. Now we're, we're going to level you up because you have passed that initial initiation to your purpose by having faith and taking action. Now you're going to level up to the next stage of your purpose. And that's why I said resources came in, tools came in, the right people came in. 
And then all of a sudden, I was able to travel the world. Something that I always envisioned that I'm going to do before I die. But to actually really travel the world to all the continents, going to the ley lines, going to the chakra points, and having like very, just a, a very beautiful ride before my 30th birthday has been a huge privilege and honor and just such a blessing. And I knew that all these blessings were coming in for my life because I was prioritizing my well-being, because I was prioritizing my vibrational hygiene. And I was willing to let go of the energy drains in my life. I was willing to cut the cords to an old place that I was living in, to cut the cords to old environments, old people leaving the city, and just getting myself back to feeling good. And from that state of feeling good, actually being of service to something else. And then I got rewarded for that. So... And I, and I attracted these opportunities. So let me ask you this now. If we look at Hema Alman from London, and we look at Hema Alman when she started to prioritize her vibrational hygiene and making her energy her constant focus, what was the difference between the two points of view? Like, what was the psychology of Hema Alman living in London? What was the psychology of Hema Alman, the meditation coach that went on this complete that went on this journey and is now the owner of lifepurpose.com. The difference between the two versions is that one, ver one version, the version of me being in London, was the version that needed to experience contrast. The version that needed to become aware of her own energy and needed to become aware of the contrast and what it means to be disconnected from nature and the effects of it. And the other version is the version that has learned from that contrast and remembered the true power and the importance of going back to nature and the effects it has on every area of our lives, if that makes sense. What I mean is that the version of me when I went to London, in a sense, was very naive. And I did not, I didn't know what it means to feel depleted. I didn't know what it means to feel stuck in a big city that doesn't have any access to nature. I didn't know what that is like. I didn't know what that feels like. Question for you. When you were in London and... I'm sure at some point you had these thoughts of leaving. Were you resisting leaving? Were you resisting the change? For some time, yeah. So would you say that you were forcing yourself? To stay in the environment? Yes. I wouldn't say I was forcing myself, but I think being resistant to letting go is the better way of saying it. Okay. And when you came back to Austria and you were just following your intuition, would you say that that was more of a flow state that you were in? Yeah, for sure. I'm always in a flow state when I'm outside with nature. You said that you're always in a flow state when you're outside in nature. Yeah. But what happens when you're inside? I don't feel as good as when I'm in nature. <laughs> okay. So how does that help you with your life purpose? 
What exactly? How does it help you with your life purpose to be out in nature? Oh, so many, so many advantages of being outside in nature. I get so many creative sparks, so many creative ideas. My head feels clear. I can breathe deeply. I feel grounded. I feel very strong and centered in my own body. And my energy can just flow freely. And that allows me to be in a flow state. And that allows me to receive creative insights, creative visions. And that's just to name a few. Do you feel that it's a lot easier and simpler and more effortless to live your life's purpose now that you're back in Austria and that you live close to the forest where you can access it on a daily basis? Definitely. Definitely better and more suitable than living in a big concrete block city. I can say that from my experiences living in a city, I was not thinking at all about my purpose in life. I was thinking about paying the bills and how am I going to get out of New York City? Exactly. So I can see that there's a lot of... That's the case for a lot of people. Yeah, there's a lot of truth to that, especially with the economy the way that it is and the inflated prices of everything and low wages. It really is a time where I have come to observe or believe that you really have to have your finances in order and your time in order. Like you have to have a lot of time richness and a lot of time freedom to be able to think about your purpose in life. At least that's my perspective. At least that's how I see it. And it's great that you have that opportunity to be here in the forest. Now I'm curious is for the people that do live in the cities, for the people that do work minimum wage jobs, you know, is this message still for them? Is it still applicable for them to, and as simple as, as, hey, go, go out in nature because that's where you're going to find your purpose. It, yes. Is that possible for them? Yes, it is. Because we all have the power of choice. And whether you work a minimum wage job, you work 40 or 50 hours a week, what, what you do in your free time, it's still going to be up to you. And you can use the time to go to a club or to a bar or to go and spend time in nature. And you can start from there. Find ways to simplify your life. Let go of the excess. Simplify your life. Let go of the excess. And remember how to live really on less and as simple as possible. And take some inventory in your life and in your environment in your relationships and ask yourself, what is a necessity in my life and what is excess? And for me, being able to do what I did was only possible because I really simplified my lifestyle. I was living in a tiny apartment, probably 25 square meters and no balcony, no garden, like a little box. But it was in Austria and it was close to nature and that was enough for me to get me started. And I did not go out to eat. I kept my diet very simple and I was getting a lot of food from my mom's garden. So I cut out a lot of excess. I did not go out to bars or clubs. I did not spend money on alcohol or 
cigarettes or drugs, what have you. I was only drinking water, which was free from the, from the, from the tap. And my expenses in the month were probably less than four or 500 euros, you know? And because you were a meditation teacher part-time or full-time, was it part-time? Part-time, yes. Because you were a meditation teacher part-time, because you were having a low cost of living that freed up your time, you're saying, to work on yourself, to work on your vibration, to be in this flow state that you're talking about and to uh, then allow God or the universe, your reality to change, basically. Yes. And it's so funny because this person just is coming up. I'm not going to mention their name, but I feel like I'm called to share this. There is a person that we both know, and this person has been li living out of their car for some years, but they have been simply just following God's calling. And they were saying, I just simplified my lifestyle. I'm living in a car and I just let go of the access, but I'm, I'm so happy. I'm so blissed out <laughs> every single day. And I'm just following and honoring, you know, the divine calling and where God wants me to go and where spirit wants me to be. And I remember this person like keeping us updated with their life and then at one point, they were like, hey, I'm moving in with my girlfriend. She owns a million-dollar mansion in the mountains. Yeah. Like, really let that sink in. It can really go from the universe doesn't respond to your wants. The universe responds to your vibration. And when you, let's say, like that person, when you live in a car, but you have the best attitude... The universe is going to respond to your best attitude by giving you the best things. That's a really interesting point that you brought up there about that person and how they were just keeping their energy and their attitude positive. And then it led them to this, to this part. This new environment. To his new environment, to his new partner. Same thing with you, how you just kept on keeping your energy high, high enough to where you went on the journey that you went on and now you're doing the podcast and you're building up this this company. Let me ask you this now. When it comes to our big ones and their journey, what are some of the things that they can do to, number one, keep their vibration high, number two, live with effortless simplicity so that they can live their life purpose and just be in that flow state? How anyone can keep their vibration high is by going back outside to natural environments and spend a large part of your time just being in nature. Find a spot at the ocean and a forest. If you don't have access to that, then start with, with, a, with a park. But get yourself out into nature and you will notice an immediate shift in how you feel. So that's the first advice for sure that I would give to anyone because it's free mostly from what I am aware of you can get your butt out into nature and it doesn't cost you a dime so do that and move your body exercise outside and find stillness find a way to still your mind and to still and find peace in your heart and your mind and you do that with there are so many tools breath work 
earthing. Earthing literally just means putting your feet on the ground, on the soil, in the dirt, hugging some trees, laying on the grass with your body and taking in um, the natural high vibrational energy of earth. And that will charge you up. And another tool, definitely just meditation techniques, finding tools that keep you in a present state, that keep your the power of positive thinking, the way you talk to yourself. And just like we have remem remembered, it's just as simple as having a smile on your face. Combine that with repeating some positive declarations in your mind or even out loud with a, with a smile on your face. Go out into nature, move your body. It's as simple as that. And your focus. Keep your focus on the bright side of life. Because where you put your focus on, that's where you go. And if, if your focus is on an upward spiral, when your focus is on the bright side of life and what your life could be and you focus on that rather than the circumstances that you're in that you're not happy with, it's going to change everything. You may be in some very unfortunate circumstances, but I'm telling you, you can get yourself out of it by mastering your focus. And even if you are in perceived great circumstances, you own your own seven-figure, eight-figure, nine-figure business, but you still don't feel fulfilled, you can obviously practice these techniques that Hema is saying. And if you sustain that for a long period of time, take care of your vibrational hygiene, obviously that can lead to synchronicities and a lot of serendipities where you know, one thing leads to another, and then the next thing you know, you are finding yourself in a in a reality or in a timeline where you have discovered your purpose and the true fulfillment that comes from that. Yeah. Another th another important part that is just coming through to maintain your vibrational hygiene is just cut out the noise in your life. I'm talking about TV, social media mindless cheddar, gossip, entertaining the senses with discordant entertainment from the media, cut out all of that noise because we are consuming not just the food, the physical food, but we're consuming with our senses. So everything that you watch, everything that you read, the music that you listen to, the people that you're surrounded by, obviously the, the, the water that you drink, the food that you eat, it all houses information. And that information is either going to lower your vibration or it's going to increase your vibration. So this is definitely a big, a big part of tools on what you can do to um, maintain a good vibrational health is by cutting out the noise and the distractions in your life. I don't have a TV. I barely use social media. I haven't had any newspapers in 20 years. I do not, I do not entertain any discordant messages from the outer world. And that's part of keeping your focus. I guess the way that I think of it, since I grew up in New York City and these concepts were not introduced to me until much later, literally just before the time that I met you, I think of it as if you have a low vibration or low energy, you're constantly angry, you're upset, you're frustrated, you're stressed out, 
that's going to keep your energy very dense and stagnant and that's where you're going to feel very like concrete and blocky and very stuck in your life and on the flip side i've seen that when i am for myself in a state where i feel at peace i feel relaxed i feel at ease and i focus on my mindset the affirmations and the the way that i speak to myself i do find that that raises my energy over time and when that raises my energy over time and it doesn't take long it takes literally like 24 to 72 hours so a day to three days and then obviously it builds up as a habit and that becomes your identity that's what Jonas Spencer talked about in his book breaking the habit of being yourself but I find that when I am in that high vibrational state I am able to think better thoughts and because I do think those better thoughts I get more creative ideas and because I get more creative ideas I get more innovative ways to work on the business side of lifepurpose.com and that makes it more effortlessly simple to execute those ideas like perfect example I made a little chart for us the other day where I I listed out what our psychology was back in 2020 and what our psychology is now in 2023 and where we are at 2023 versus where we were in 2020 and because I was focusing on Hope on Opono, because I was focusing on smiling, because I was focusing on getting the best sleep that I could get, I was able to look at, okay, these are the flaws of where we are with LifePurpose.com right now. And this is what we can work on. And the only reason why I was able to work on that is because I was not in a place of stress. I was in a place of just really focusing my energy and my attitude on being as positive as possible and being as high energy as possible. I still take care. I've been doing this for a long time, my vibrational hygiene thing. But there are moments where I notice myself personally, I'm guilty of this, where I maybe get upset about something and I let it get to me for too long and then I complain. And when I complain... Maybe I complain for a little bit longer than I should. And then that kind of like depletes my positive energy bank account, if you will. So I've noticed that difference. Low vibration, very stuck. You know, everything feels very like irritating and frustrating. And like there's no, like it doesn't move. Like your purpose doesn't move, you know. And I've also found too that in those moments, if I try to do computer work, things break for whatever reason or things don't work out as smoothly as they should. But when I'm in a more high vibrational state, when I'm a little bit higher energy, when I'm more positive, when I'm having more fun and having the time, that's when it seems like things click and fall into place. So I can see the flow state that comes from keeping that high vibration and how much it helps with being keeping things simple. As of right now, we, I think we keep our lives fairly simple. There's some mistakes that we've made along the way, sure. But I think for the most part, we, we, we don't drink alcohol. We don't do drugs, or at least not in the conventional sense. I don't know. 
<laughs> I take psychedelics, so I don't know if you call that drugs. Plant medicine. I call that I'm not part of. I call that plant medicine. Our big ones are the outer world or society may call that you take drugs. I don't know. But if that's the case, then okay. I'm not going to argue with you there. But for the most part, we stay inside. We we have a specific diet style of living. So it's not like we're too far off the mark. I think the next step is really just to keep the mindset really just very laser focused, guarding the mind and not allowing any negative thinking or thoughts to ever penetrate in there. Something I'm still working on. A huge part is to anchor in your own energy signature, which is far greater, stronger and more powerful than any illusions in the world around you. And what that means is to literally become immune to any negativity from the outer world and to be so anchored and rooted and grounded in your high vibrational state. And I believe when you have mastered that, when you have mastered your own high vibrational state, the manifestation and the creations for your purpose and from your purpose are going to become more and more effortless. So basically to make your life purpose flow with effortless simplicity, keep your vibration high, have a vibrational hygiene routine, something that you do every day, correct? Yes. I want to ask you, because you have spent such a big part of your life in New York City in the concrete jungle, you said that you have not put your bare feet on the natural soil or the natural ground for 20, 30 years of your life? Yes. That's correct, right? You never put your bare feet on the grass or on sand? Not really, no. Wow. And so my question is, you then came to Austria and we were traveling around the world and then you were introduced to walking barefoot and uh, connecting with nature and just laying in the grass or hugging a tree. And you now do that every single day. And how was that for you? What, what was your experience to finally connect with nature and how did it did it help you with your vibrational hygiene? Oh, that's a great question. Yes, actually, it did. So for me, like I have told you many times, business has been a huge focus of mine since I was, since I went to college, and that's what I studied. And so when I graduated college and I worked my first corporate job, I was working at Madison Square Garden. I was working... I was doing work for the, uh, what was the hockey team? The, the New York Rangers. So they're a professional hockey team in Madison Square Garden. And I was like this intern getting paid like $50 every two weeks or something like this. And it was God awful. And sometimes I would like end my day at 11 o'clock at night. And obviously I knew that that wasn't going to be the life for me. So I set out quickly to figure out how to build a business. And I can say that at this stage of my life, because I have been doing my own vibrational hygiene, the barefoot walking, the hugging the trees, the saying my prayers, using the sound bowl, drinking my pee, meditating, fasting, 
He's talking about urine therapy. Yes, I agree. <laughs> yeah. Think, think I'm crazy all you want. I drink my own urine. Yes. In the morning, there's a lot of health benefits to this. Stem cells. Yeah. So you heard it. I said it. Yes, I own it. I own all my weirdness because I'm a big one. It's not weird when everyone starts to do it. <laughs> it's no longer weird, right? <laughs> but because I have been doing all this vibrational work, working on my vibration, working on my energy and all this stuff like this, I actually have noticed how it has helped my psychology and business. So obviously we're building lifepurpose.com. Lifepurpose.com either is going to be a charity where you give stuff away for free or you got to turn it into business and figure out how to monetize this. And obviously at this stage, my thinking, getting back to that chart that I drew for us a few days ago, I was able to actually reflect and digest on this and think to myself, wow, my thinking from today, 2023, is much different than my thinking back in 2020. Way too complicated, 2020. 2023, much simpler, much streamlined, much more streamlined, fast, straight to the point. Let's just do this now and get it over with and, and get to the finish line, basically. Before that, when I wasn't walking barefoot, because again, mind you, New York City it's not like Austria where you can just walk a few blocks and then you're in the forest and you take off your shoes and then you, you walk barefoot. And even then, living where I was, obviously at that time I was going through this whole spiritual awakening thing. So the concept of even walking barefoot, putting your feet on the grass was odd. It was so odd. But doing all these habits that I do now at that time Gabriel in 2017 and prior would not have been possible, right? So I have noticed how because I have been doing this, my own vibrational work, my own vibrational hygiene, taking care of myself and my habits in this way, that has significantly impacted and helped my purpose and how I see business and how I see certain things, that would not have been possible for me in the last eight, nine years prior to coming here to Austria and going on this journey and this chapter of my life, I could not have been that person mm. at that time because I wasn't doing certain things. Now, I agree with you to an extent, but I also strongly disagree with you about the whole getting out of nature. Anyone can get out of nature and do all this stuff. I disagree. And here's why. Obviously, as a single guy living in the New York City area, even in New Jersey, rent is high. Cost of living is high. Transportation is high. Then on top of that, I run my own, I was running my own business. So there's business expenses. By the time I had any money left over for me, that was basically money for me to eat. And to and whatever else else that I had was for me to reinvest back into the business that I was working on. So it's not like I could just rent a car and drive up two hours to the local forest in New York or New Jersey. That's how far away I was from what you have here in Austria. But you had a park and the ocean. That would be something to start with. I would go there, yes. I would go there. But I can say that someone actually doesn't necessarily need that at first. I think the place to start 
is just to sit down, shut your mind up, and take deep breaths. Yeah. Right? Like, I went on this little, I'm still doing this experiment where I'm working on changing my identity. A few weeks ago, I was complaining a lot, and I saw, I was listening to the playback on the podcast, and I said, no, this is not going to be me. And then I've been working to actively change this. Obviously, it's as simple as you have to change your physiology, put a smile on, breathe really deep, and think good thoughts. It's those four things. Please explain how you change your physiology. Move, exercise. Get your freak out. Whatever it is, but get blood flowing into your body. Yeah. That's, that's the big thing. So if you ever find yourself in a very irritated state, stop what you're doing. Take some deep breaths. Like really, really breathe very deep. Breathe into your balls. Breathe into your vagina. Yeah. Do some box breathing. Obviously put a smile on your face because if you're smiling at some point, you know, it may feel fake at first, but if you keep doing it, yeah. after a few hours, you're actually going to feel very, very different. And I, I can confirm that when when you started to put that smile on that. <laughs> When you started to put that that freaking smile on your face, even while you were moody and irritated, it it looked so fake, but it also looked so hilarious. But now it doesn't look fake anymore. Exactly. It looks like no, that's just who he is now. Exactly, because you have to become the new identity. So when it comes to people living their purpose. Obviously, the person that you want to be, that's living that purpose, that, that's living a life with full purpose and full intentionality and is fulfilled and all that stuff, obviously, that's not who you are right now. So that's not congruent. So you have to change your identity, right? You have to change your identity. You change your identity with your habits, with your thoughts, with your actions, with your words, with the way you feel. And, and, your, and your physiology. And your physiology. And that's why you have been putting the smile on because the smile is part of physiology. physiology. Absolutely. Absolutely. So if I want to be the person that's living my life purpose with the full purpose of whatever the top, 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 top life purpose can be, obviously I cannot do that if I'm complaining, if I'm whining, if I'm moaning, if I'm angry and frustrated. Because that's part of a low vibrational energy. Yeah, exactly. So got to keep the energy high. How do you keep the energy high? You got to change. Have to change. Got to be happy. Got to be grateful. Remember that state of gratitude, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then from there, it becomes really easy. Like as soon as I started making these changes, obviously the first few days, it looked like I was putting on this fake smile, which I was. <laughs> but as you have said, after enough repetition, right? It doesn't look so fake anymore. It looks like, oh, yeah, he's, he's in a good mood, right? And then what happens? If you think good thoughts, think that for enough days in a row, and I, I can guarantee you, I challenge you, spend 24 hours thinking only positive thoughts. Very difficult to do. But if you can do that, and if you can do that for one day, you can do that for two days, you can do that for three days. If you do that enough days in a row, you're going to start to see something happen within your life. And I prove, I prove that I could notice it while you were doing it. The three days where you got yourself out of a downward spiral. Simple. Everything, like everything changed. Everything changed. Everything changed. 
And it's like, okay, whatever. The way the outer world responded to you, people just passing by, and you look so radiant, your eyes so sparkly, so clear, your energy was just so harmonious. Everything was more in a flow state. Tony Robbins talks about that. Change your story, change your state. It's real simple. But when you do that, when you do that, big one, what's going to happen is, like Helen was saying, there's going to be magic that happens. I don't know how that works. Ask God, ask the universe, don't ask me. But there's this magic that kind of like happens and then synchronicity starts to happen and then things start to get easier for whatever reason. Because you get easier. And yeah, you get maybe you get easier to deal with. But there is, uh, there's like a flow that does happen. And like I said, because I have done that, I did that for those days. And in the meantime, I was doing this research on how we can pivot and re-innovate lifepurpose.com. Obviously, we had our level 10 meeting today. And because we had our level 10 meeting today, you, you heard about the changes that we can do moving to a new platform, doing X, Y, and Z, and it feels more aligned. It feels like, okay, yeah, this is more of a streamlined, lighter, faster, more efficient means of getting to where we need to be and getting the word out about inspiring humanity to unleash their life purpose. And I just want to add on that who you are now and you connecting with nature and walking bare feet you are so grounded and you're so rooted versus uh, years ago when I met you, uh, when you just came out of New York City. Oh, yeah. It's like you weren't fully in your body. Oh, yeah. I was, I mean, I'm... Even, even the way you walk now is way more grounded and more empowered than back then. Oh, of course. I would not say that I'm like perfect or Mr. Alpha, but... I definitely can notice that I'm not as paranoid. I'm not as stressed out. I'm not as worried or concerned as when I was living in New York City. So it does take time to break those patterns and those habits. And, you know, my heart goes out to anyone that is living in a big city and that is low on financial resources. We're in an age right now where, you know, anything is possible. And I would encourage you to do whatever it takes to really connect with your purpose. You know, at this stage, I'm not an advocate of, hey, you know, chase the money and etc. I'm also not an advocate of chasing what you love, doing what you love and the money will follow. I'm not an advocate of either of the two. I'm an advocate of like, hey, what did God have you come here to do? That's that's the difference, right? Because there's, there's what you, the human, would love to do mm. and then there's what the outer world wants you to do, but what is God, the universe, the reason why you are flesh and bone? Why are you here, right? That's like... Why were you put on this earth at this time? Yeah. There's got to be a purpose for it. <laughs> oh, 100%. I, there's no, like, if you think about the universe, the vastness of the universe and the galaxy, you happen to be here on planet earth. You happen to be listening to... It's not just it's not just for paying the bills, yo. Oh, that's a good tag. No, I mean truly, like what a big illusion. What a big conditioning thinking that it's just to pay some bills. Oh yeah, you're not here to pay bills. 
You're not here to pay bills. You're here to be a big one. And of course, whoever are big ones, obviously they're listening to it because they're listening to this podcast because they know that they're big ones. But even the big ones have some bills to pay them. <laughs> even the big ones have bills to pay, yes, but... But it's not, it's not our main focus. That's what we're saying. Yes, but at the same time, you can also be highly profitable from living your purpose. Yeah. Of course. We'll get there. We'll we'll talk about this in future episodes, how you can do this, how, etc. But first things first, for sure, if you want to get yourself out of where you are, you've got to, like, think positive thoughts and, like, raise your energy somehow, you know? Find some zen time, find some quiet time, work on your state of being, work on finding, like, inner peace. And then from there, like, you can get some ideas that come to you about, like, what can you do for your purpose? Like, what would make you happy? What did God put you here to do? Combine it all, put it all together, shake it up, and there's your life purpose. (laughs) Can you repeat that? Oh, I can't. I wasn't involved with it. There you go. Now you see how it is for me at times. You got to... Well, I'm saying, like, you put it all together. Yeah, like the recipe. Yeah, you mix it. Put it in a blender. Exactly. And then you got your purpose. Boom. Put some fairy dust on top. Sprinkle a little bit of that. Magic dust. Life purpose dust. God. God fairy dust. Yeah, so to anyone who is listening, make it definitely a priority to implement some of the tools that we shared to raise your vibration and to keep your vibrational hygiene in check and start doing it and you will notice an increase in your energy and you will for sure notice an increase in your overall well-being. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the LifePurpose.com podcast. If you found this episode valuable, share it with someone that you know needs to hear this. And until next time on the LifePurpose.com podcast. 